Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the D1 Only Podcast. My name is Eduardo Villalpando and we have a very special guest today, Nadine Del Carmen. Welcome, Nadine. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, you got it. Uh, Nadine is an NCAA Division I student athlete at Santa Clara University as a junior. She attended the Wild Tennis Academy and played for the Guam national team. While in college, as I previously said, she plays for a great Division I program like Santa Clara. So congrats on a great junior and college career so far. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, I actually want to start talking a little bit about your time at the Wild Tennis Academy, which if for all the, for all the listeners who may not know, it is a prep academy. Uh, how do you think going there helped you develop into the person you are today, both on and off the court? Yeah, so my parents and I made the decision to go to Wild because um, I really wanted to play college tennis and there's not that much competition in Guam. So we made the decision to go to Wild and it was something that was completely new to me because it wasn't it was very different from what I had in Guam like going to school for five hours a day four days a week and then the weekends being filled up traveling to tournaments all throughout Southern California so it was really tennis driven and it really helped advance my tennis career and exposed me to like the strong level of tennis in California and helped me prepare to play college tennis so Yeah. And being from Guam, how did you find out about this opportunity of playing college tennis? Because as you said, like there's not maybe there's not a lot of competition out there. And also maybe college tennis is not as known as it is in the United States. Right. So I actually went to another academy when I was 12 in Florida. It's called IMG Voluntary Tennis Academy. And I went there for six months, um, and then I got injured. But when I was there, that's when I kind of got my first real experience of, like, there is college tennis. And then when I got back home, uh, my parents and I decided to go to an academy closer to home. And we found Wild, and I went there for a summer camp, and I really liked it. Um, and we just decided to go there uh, for my high school. Okay, and were you over there, I don't remember, was it junior and senior year or only senior year? Right, so I went to Weill um, my sophomore year and then the end, the second semester of my junior year and all throughout my senior year because I got injured again, so I had to go home to get surgery and then I came back. Okay, okay. And do you think that going to a prep school also helped you kind of get used to the routine you were doing now at Santa Clara? Yeah, definitely. So, like I said, um, it was really different from what I had back home because I was training um, like five hours a day and then playing tournaments every single weekend. So that really helped because in college, that's kind of what we have had to do. Um, we play or we practice for like two to three hours a day and then do weights. And then our weekends are pretty much busy traveling to other schools and playing them so yeah it really helped me okay but i mean it is still quite different though because from what i remember it was like four hours of school and then like five hours of tennis which i think that that drastically changes when you get to college i feel yeah so in college um so like out while we had school and then we had tennis but in college some of my classes are in the morning and then i have practice and then i have 
class after practice and then I'd study so it's definitely a bit different but overall it's it's pretty um pretty similar all right and talk talk to me a little bit about your recruiting process in general because I don't know that a while they kind of take care of everything but it's like of course you contact the coaches and everything but it is a stressful process I guess Yeah, the college process was definitely, it was definitely stressful, but um, really helped me because they, um, they like help you reach out to coaches um, and they help you um, get a video um, of you playing tennis. So I started reaching out to schools and coaches middle of my junior year because I was injured for the first part of it so I didn't really have that many results so once I started getting results that's when I started reaching out to coaches um I got I sent out I made a list of like 20 to 30 schools of their coaches and their emails and then I just sent a bunch of letters and emails to them and then as time went on I got um responses and then The emails that I got back, I started researching more about the school and then kind of narrowing my decision down to which school I really liked and what fit me the most. And then that's when I found Sackler. And then ultimately, I was deciding between Santa Clara and Colgate University in New York, but I knew that I wanted to stay in California and be closer to home. I also had family in California. And when I visited both schools, I had a great, um, I had a great experience at both schools, but I had a better feel for Santa Clara and I really liked what I saw with the coach and the team and everything. Okay. And so I, that's pretty cool. I understand you graduated high school with a 4.0 GPA, so big props for you on that. But would you say you were but a bit more interested in going to a good academically speaking school than tennis or were you just trying to find a good balance of both? Um, so I've always been, so like academics has always been important to me. Um, Santa Clara is a great school and I knew that it had what I wanted. It was a great academic school. It had a great business school, but it also had a great tennis program. So when I researched about Santa Clara and I actually visited, I knew that it had, um, both a good academic and tennis program. So Okay, and since we're talking about the academics aspect of it, how was it from your personal experience studying for all these tests like the SAT or ACT? And I don't know if you care to give like an advice to the young athletes out there who are about to start this whole process or are going through it at the moment. Yeah, so I took the SAT and I started studying a few months in advance. And I think the advice I would give to other or other people um, about to take it is that um, just prepare in advance. Um, there's lots of resources out there, and I think it's really important to just take a few practice tests because those tests in the books are very similar to what the actual SAT test is like. Um, so just study in advance. Um, don't stress too hard about it. Um, you have several times to take it. I knew I took it several times, so you'll be fine in the end. <laughs> Yeah, plus I think that's a lot of people, something that a lot of people don't realize that at the end of the day, you can take it as many times as you want. Of course, you don't want to take it as many times because you're going to end up spending a lot of money, but still like you have infinite amount of time to yeah. take it. Yeah, so yeah. Um, 
Was it hard to balance athletics and academics when you first go to college? Uh, yeah, so my first quarter was actually pretty hard, um, just getting new to everything, but it was it's really it was really nice to have like a team um, who like supports me and a good academic um, like advisor who would kind of guide me through like what I had to do and all the requirements that I had to meet and everything. So I think um, just being a student athlete really gives you a lot of resources um, that can help you make that transition from high school to college because you get this extra like help from you know academic academic advisors or coaches and you know they just help you um, make that transition go a lot smoother have you used those resources after like after your first quarter or not really um i i used them a lot my first quarter just to get used to everything but after my first quarter i kind of got acclimated to everything so i started using them a little less and then i started exploring other um like extracurricular activities i could do like other clubs to join so yeah after my first quarter i didn't really use them as much yeah plus i think i don't know if you care to talk a little bit about it but i think professors are college do a really good job on understanding like okay this person is an athlete so I think we can I don't know if every every person in the class is gonna hand this assignment by Monday they can do it by Wednesday because they were away like for the weekend or something like that yeah so my professors are really understanding they know because um, there's a lot of athletes in my classes um, so they understand that we have tournaments on the weekends and that will be gone Thursday or Friday or Monday and Tuesday so they're re they're really accommodating and they they um they know how um they know that we have a different schedule and so yeah they um they help us with our assignments and make um yeah they're really accommodating with everything yeah do you hand in like um like an absence form at the beginning of the quarter or does it work different at Santa Clara? Because a lot of guys have told me they do that. So we have um, a schedule for every quarter and we it has the dates that will be gone and where we'll be gone and how long we'll be gone. So we give that to our professors and then they sign off on it. So And then they keep that so they know that on this day we're not there. And then when we come back that's when we turn in our assignments or we turn it in earlier so it's really nice and we also so if we're absent on a monday um then we can either send if we have a test on a monday and we're gone that day then we can have we can take that test at the tennis site or at the hotel that we're staying at and we can have um like our academic advisor come and proctor that test for us So we still take it on that day. It's just not in the classroom. Yeah. And plus that's, I think, way easier. I'm not going to say like you can cheat off that, but I think like it's like you have way less pressure than just taking it in the, in the, in the classroom, I feel. Yeah, it's definitely different. Um, 
but yeah, it's something that I have to get used to. I've done it. I've done it several times, but yeah, it's 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 a different experience not taking it with everyone. Yeah, and what do you think of the team environment in college, which is literally new for every tennis player who goes into the NCAA? Because in juniors, everyone is so used to like being part of an individual sport, and then you jump into college, and the vibes literally feel like family amongst your teammates. I don't know if that has been the case for you the past three years. Yeah, so um, it was really different from high school or at Wild and then going into a college atmosphere. Um, so the team that I have at Santa Clara is really understanding and we all support each other. They're practically like my family. Um, and it's just really nice to have a team that supports you and you know cheers for you like every step of the way. Um, I would say that at while we kind of had a team in a sense because you know we were all part of the academy so yes it was an individual sport but we were all like playing for a while so in a sense we kind of had that team culture but in college it's really you know it's you know you're fighting for your school you're not just fighting for yourself and trying to get the best result you're also representing the school and you know you're wearing the uniform and you know, you're just really proud to be on the court. So I think that in college, it's really, it's really different. It's more intense because I remember my freshman year, my teammate Zaina, who was a senior at the time, she clinched our first conference match against the University of San Diego. And it was something that I've never experienced before when we were all just, she was the last match on and we were all cheering for her. And it was something that really, it was eye-opening because I, I never had that. And it was something that I was really, happy it, it was yeah it was it was a great experience <laughs> yeah I and have you ever felt a bit like overwhelmed when you're playing like just like as you said like this college environment it's like completely different for, from anything else so have you ever felt like I don't know stressed or with a bit more pressure than you usually do just because you're playing like a college match Yeah, so it's definitely, you definitely feel the pressure when you first come into college, but I think having a good support team um, really, really helps with that because they understand because, you know, we're all freshmen at one point and now you and I are going to be seniors at our school. So we understand that the freshmen have this pressure on them. So just just being there for them and telling them that, oh yeah, I've been there before, you know, really helps with that pressure. And then as you start playing more matches, you kind of get used to, you know, the format and how things are going to go. So, yeah. Okay. That's pretty good. Um, I want to talk about something that a lot of athletes struggle with when in college. And it's just about the party scene in general, especially for you, because you were at Santa Clara and it's, I remember like our senior year, you telling me that it's kind of labeled as a party school. Um, of course, when you go to a big, whether you go to a big school or a small school, that's always going to be there, the party scene. But is there a secret, like, for not getting distracted and focusing just on athletics and academics? Or is it just a matter of getting setting your priorities straight? Um, so I think that a lot, of, a lot of people think that, you know, if you're a student athlete, you miss out on a lot. But... Um, From, like, my experience, I, I'm still able to attend, you know, 
I still have extra time if I want to. And there are events, you know, specifically towards student athletes. So if you're missing, you know, a certain event that you want to go to with your friends, then there is something that makes up for it, like later on in the year, whether it's like a celebration for all athletes. But I think just knowing that being a student athlete, you have to, there are some sacrifices you have to make and it's, it's whether you want to make those sacrifices to be a student athlete or if you want to not be a student athlete and experience that normal college life. But for me, I knew that I wanted to play college in tennis and I knew the sacrifices that I'd have to make. So I'm really happy with my decision and I don't regret any of it. Yeah. I mean, because I'm not saying you shouldn't go out because the party scene is part of the college experience, I guess. But it's just a matter of not doing it too much or not letting it affect your tennis or academics, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it, it definitely doesn't. Um, but yeah, you just have to know how to manage your time and you can, you know, go out if you want to. It's not really, yeah. Okay, so on this show, I kind of like to ask the guests about the mental health from student athletes because I truly believe they go through so much during a day in the middle of the season, like just a regular, I don't know, like a Wednesday when you wake up early for lift, then you go to class and then you have practice and then you have study hall or something like that. So how much do you think you've worked in that aspect of yourself since your arrival at Santa Clara? Um, I've definitely worked on it a lot. Um, it, it definitely got hard like the first year because just getting used to everything you know like um like the training schedule and classes and being on top of everything really challenged my mental health but I think that it's really good to talk about it like with your teammates because they are also experiencing the same things so I would reach out to them and we'd kind of talk about like what we're going through and you know where we're struggling and you know so I think just having them was was really good and really helped me with that. Yeah, because at the end of the day, I think that athletes, I mean, if they don't want to go see a therapist, they don't have to. At the end of the day, as you said, they can just talk to, to their teammates because at the end of the day, they're experiencing the same things as they're. Right. And we also have, like, you know, our coaches and all that, like the athletic department to talk to and resources out there. So if we don't really you want to see a therapist there are other people and places we can go to to you know kind of talk about things if we need to yeah that's pretty useful and okay so one last question before we get to the final segment of the podcast um looking back at it was college tennis all you expected it to be and i'm talking like from the student athlete life or was there something like you remember from juniors and are like, oh, I wish this would have been this way or I thought this was going to be a certain way and it didn't end up being like that? Um, I So college definitely exceeded my expectations. There are so many things that I thought was not going to happen. I didn't even expect to happen. Um, so college is just amazing um there's nothing that i really wanted or expected to happen that all kind of just like fell into place and kind of took me by surprise and everything that's happened i'm really grateful for it um and same thing with juniors um just everything that i experienced is a high level of competition going off island um going to a tennis boarding school where they're known for placing their students into 
the college into college tennis programs is really great. So I think the, the you know junior and the junior experience was great, and so was the college experience. <laughs> There's nothing I would add or something I wish would happen. Okay, and would you do something different looking back at it or not? Um, I think I would just not be as stressed when I was doing the whole college, doing the whole college recruitment because I know people can get really stressed and caught up with, oh, it's the right school for me, where do I go, all this, like, has to be perfect, but just, you know, because that happens junior and senior year, so I think it's important to just enjoy, like, your last moments of being, being in high school and playing junior tournaments and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, okay, this is the last segment of the podcast. It's called the Dig One Five. It's just five rapid fire questions. You gotta answer them as fast as you can, okay? Okay. Guam or California? California. Juniors or college? College. Favorite college memory? Both on or off the court, like it don't matter. Uh, when my teammate Zanuck clinched the match of University of San Diego my freshman year. Most listened artist at the moment? Uh, probably Khalid. <laughs> <laughs> Other than tennis, what profession would you like to attempt? Um, like profession, like my career plans. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to be a financial analyst, if that's what you mean. Yeah, that's what I mean. Okay, perfect, Nadine. Thank you so much. That's all I got for you today. Just, like, thanks for keeping it 100 and basically sharing your experiences, whether good or bad. I know there's a lot of junior players right now who are, like, still unknown if they want to play college tennis or they want to do a certain thing. So, yeah, just thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks to all the fans for tuning in to another episode of the D1 Only Podcast and see you guys next time.